0: Hello and welcome to a new edition of Injury Time, this one is a footnote edition where we try to answer your questions sent to us through twitter because that's the only place I am active right now. So to help me navigate… Give them a mailbox way. next time. Uh, <laughs> I mean if I had my way right,
1: yeah. that would be the way. So uh, <laughs> When was the last time you wrote a handwritten letter? By the way this is Devayan. Yes, there <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> last time
0: I wrote a handwritten letter. I don't know, maybe in school? Oh,
1: that's a long time I wrote one to my wife. Uh, We were covering the the second division. Yeah, she was then my girlfriend. We were covering the second division of the I-League in 2008 in Guwahati. But she found it very amusing because it was more like a tourist guide, apparently. I just told her that this is where we are. There's a (laughs) station nearby. So yeah, uh, not great skills in that sense.
0: 2008, I was in school. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Fair enough yeah. But uh, yeah I mean My girlfriend is in Kerala now so It's you should I can actually it. write a letter <laughs> You should yeah. But I don't want it to land in her father's hands Oh, so.
1: <laughs> oh there's some hilarious stories about Fathers from Kerala and Yeah no no her father knows yeah. I mean her parents are all fine But it's just you know Okay so let me say it anyway It's a <laughs> pretty hilarious story <laughs> So there was <laughs> So my uh, cousin was dating this uh, girl who went on to become his wife. This was a long time back, this was probably about 15-16 years ago, and I was happily single. And uh, she was studying, I think, management in Mumbai. And she had a Malayali friend who she wanted me or rather, to set up with me. So my cousin and I were anyway visiting our uncle in Mumbai, and we decided, yeah, we'll go out for an evening. And we did. And we took a Kalipili taxi, and. Picked them up from somewhere, and, and she was a very sweet and mm-hmm. lovely lady. I call Mother
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah, we hit it off pretty well, but that's about it. Like, there was no, like you know, romance or anything. It was just like, a, for me, it was just a pleasant evening out with somebody I'd met for the first time, chatted well, and everything. So, a mm-hmm. few days later, when um, we were back in Delhi, so I just decided that I asked my uh, cousin that just pass me her number, I'd like to maybe just drop her a message. So, I decided to drop her an SMS. This is, of course, pre WhatsApp and everything. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. SMSs were
0: charged. Yeah, so I
1: just uh, dropped her an SMS that, hey, this is Divine, Uh, XYZ's cousin, and you know, thanks for a lovely evening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Apparently, that was her dad's number. So, she was from a very conservative uh, Christian family. And uh, the next I heard, she got married. (laughs) Inside a few months, she had baby, a baby as well. So, yeah, in a way,
0: because of you. Yeah. So in a way,
1: it worked out well, I suppose. Like I hastened the process of getting her
0: (laughs) into. Well, I would say I haven't heard such stories, but uh, it has continued to happen even in my generation. Yeah, but I mean, imagine the irony.
1: Mine was as unromantic as possible. I was honestly being just a friend. Yeah. but I mean try saying that to the father it is what it is <laughs> because that's the way so my cousin got a real like a hammering from his girlfriend and now wife that like, why did you pass on the number uh, because uh, but then he defended himself he said that you didn't tell me that was his father uh, father's <laughs> it
0: happened to me also but my my family knows all my friends and who um, are I've dated and okay, all that way it's cool but uh, yeah so Anish <laughs> Menon yeah friend of the pod, yeah he's asked how do you rate BFC's chances in the second leg, especially without Nishu? Also who's your bet to finish second in the I.D.? Mm. See the first question is probably easier than the second.
1: Yeah. It's Which one do you want to take?
0: I mean, I'm going to say Gokulam, right?
1: Of course. Yeah. yeah. There might be a little bit of bias there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Complete. I There's no say, little. It's yeah. proper
1: so, bias. So to come to the first question, yes, uh, I think BFC is going to find it a little bit difficult. Um, Nishu's absence yeah. will be felt. They'll have to adapt a bit and we'll see how they... But that's that's one thing we discussed in the main part as well, the fact that they are adaptable. So they will probably be able to cope with that loss. But more than that, it's just facing 80k away. That's a difficult task. I can see the game probably like you know stretching into extra time and maybe even penalties. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> they need to be at their defensive best for that one. Yeah. And as for second, I mean, I would say maybe... Uh, I wouldn't bet against... Churchill Brothers having a late resurgence because I really think that's a good team. Hmm. So let's see, but it's quite close and I mean, who knows, you know, Minerva Punjab again, second.
0: You never know. <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't look at this uh, table and figure out head or table. It's yeah. just all over the place. Yeah, But uh, with my bias also and <laughs> hope, hoping for the best, I mean, they have a team that they, they can don't. go on a run. So but they've just club. not had any sense of consistency. Every and other team has no, had a bit of, the of green a, a uh, Every team
1: have, has had a mean, bit of a run so far. Yeah that. So if they'd won the match against East Bengal, which they should have, they would have. How
0: many points would they have been on? Uh, right now they are on 19. They would have been 21. Yeah. So that would have put them in ahead of four, Churchill, fourth yeah. place. Yeah. So it's really close. Like two, yeah. diff,
1: two wins here or there can change yeah. everything. But as as you pointed out in, in the podcast
0: as well, every team is like losing two, yeah, winning yeah. two. So. Unbelievable. Like I couldn't make head or tail out of any of these things. Other than Bagan who's winning everything. Yeah. And and they need to
1: play more uniformly. So, I mean, you need to have more games which are common. You can't have like one team having played two less than another. So, that's something that's, you know, messing
0: up some of the calculation. So, uh, just to add on this, because I just thought of something. Yeah. Has there been, so 15th of uh, March, I think is the Kolkata derby. So, has there been a more one sided uninterested Kolkata derby before, because then Bagan is going away, East Bengal, we don't know what's going to happen. Bagan's running with the league, East Bengal is having... But the derby derby is
1: always a different beast. I mean, whatever, the fans will put enough pressure on the clubs to make sure that it's still a key battle. And from East Bengal's perspective, they will want revenge for what happened in the first leg. I mean, they didn't play badly, but they just sort of didn't put it together often enough. So there will be enough of a motivation for them to come out all guns blazing but yeah, Mohan Bagan are the team in form and can't see them like you know
0: losing it overnight or anything. So the second question is from Football Wala, Vivek Mohan, shouldn't our young footballers look to East Asian or Asian countries for better opportunities rather than Europe which is still a holy grail. Yeah. Imagine the likes of Tapa, Changte, Vedanta or Pratap playing in Japan, Korea and Thailand.
1: Absolutely and I have said this often enough in the past as well. In fact, I mean, uh, Vivek has mentioned some of the top tiered nations. I would say even maybe playing in some Vietnam, of the yeah ASEAN Thailand, countries, Thailand, Thailand, going in there, and we've seen that work out well for uh, somebody like Chung. He went and played in Malaysia, and that improved his game significantly. I think he went and played when he was probably about 26, 27, and when he came back, he was a pretty different player because before that, he used to be an out-and-out striker. But when he came back, he developed that game sense to drop deep from time to time, you know, help out. I think. I saw the evolution in this game, so yeah. I mean, all the young players must look to go and get every opportunity everywhere they can. I think, to an extent, the ISL is like a golden handcuff, which is now headed back to India because they won't get the kind of money that they get in ISL. Yeah. Jake so like you can
0: see Gurpreet. I think you mentioned before yeah. Gurpreet has come back. Yeah. Had he played he in Norway, gold. yeah, he, he would probably have, you know,
1: taken his game to another level. I mean, not that he's done badly or anything, but maybe he's not prospered as much more as he would have with a few more hardships. Absolutely. And
0: uh, there was I was talking to Eric about Suresh Wangjum, Yeah, uh, and Eric said he should actually try and go and play in Europe because he's mm-hmm. 19, I think. Mm-hmm. And this is the time when he should try and see if he can go play in Europe. But I mean, again, Europe is like yeah. a big step. And the question
1: there is that how much of it is a genuine move and how much of it is often a PR
0: opportunity because
1: it, it's a fairly well established fact that, you know, the whole world is looking at India as a place to mm. invest in, to get fans from so players need to be aware of the fact that yeah. their development comes first, and not the fact that yeah. uh, a club might sign them in and you know
0: get get a new market in India. Then Sanjeev Stalin has gone to Portugal. Mm. Uh, I don't know much details about it. I try to it's reach out to, to be him. of yes, not to play. Side, yeah. but at the bottom of the first. Day, I mean, it doesn't uh, yeah. matter whether it's first or second division. Otherwise, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's hope. And that has he had a game yet? We don't know. No, he just team. went uh, yeah. sometime last month. About uh, month and a half or so. So uh, that's, yeah obviously people should go out and play as uh, but I think they should go out and play when they are younger yeah. as opposed to yes. later in life. younger and go to a wider variety of
1: cultures and countries. Yeah. So Sunil
0: went to Portugal when he was 26, 26 27. And yeah. he always told me that uh, if he had gone there younger he would have stayed. Hmm. Because he was so late late in his career and he wanted to come and play for the National team. Yeah, even
1: Kansas had happened to him when he was about 25.
0: Yeah, so from there, even there. It's unfortunate for him. But uh, Let's hope other people can So, Peter speaking. just asked, uh, why is Mr. Stimak involved in pre-post shows of the ISL? Shouldn't that be conflict of interest? Yes. That's my perception.
1: but let me just play devil's advocate for a bit. Uh, yes, probably uh, getting him to comment on things is a bit uh, of a conflict of interest situation. But it's giving him a you know bird's eye view of everything that's happening in the top division.
0: He's sitting. He's sitting in the studio. He can sit in his house and watch the same. That's also true. And ideally he should. The be sitting in Croatia and watch the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, you you get things which you can't get when you're watching on television. When you are at the venue and But he's
0: never at the venue No,
1: not at the venue, what I mean is when you are at the central studio What you can get is basically the world team so You can see a lot more than what a
0: viewer gets back at home Sure, yeah, he gets the tactical camera on the top So yeah. you can see the yeah. whole team and all that kind of stuff But I, I still think it's a concrete of interest um, Yes, fair enough <laughs> I mean, if this has happened in the BCCI It would be like the all hell broke loose because it's happening in football and the powers of B are, yeah. you know, has a hand in glove type of a yeah,
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's,
0: I don't know. I really don't know how to call
1: it uh, a situation because I don't know how much of a role, you know, the entire thing has. Uh, I wouldn't want to blame Star Sports for the simple reason that I League is essentially FSDL's product hmm. and so is the AIF. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so,
1: who will bell the cat? I don't think anybody can. It's a convenient situation. Yeah, so I mean, this is my personal view. Also. Yes. So I mean, they should rather make him an I-League expert <laughs> so that he gets a different perspective. <laughs> he can always watch the ISL matches later on Hotstar or something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, uh, Ashin Prasad, Asin, at Ashin 23 is, is David Williams' strike in the first leg the best disallowed goal in ISL? Since I didn't watch it, I will feel this to you. I'll be honest, I, we did not know why it was in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. because we just, It was handball, right? It was handball. Yeah. But it was the it right was decision. It was a tough call. Mm. It was tough call. But, um, yeah, I mean, I really thought uh, Saran screwed it up with the clearance and uh, they caught on the counter immediately and got it through and he scored and people were cheering and mm. then we saw the line and then uh, he was, initially people thought he was offside mm. but I was like, no, there's no way he's offside, he was running from behind mm. and all that. Good decision. I think it's. Uh, I don't yeah, know if it's I mean the, the, the best. correct decision. decision has to be made. That's, that's all Yeah, about. best I don't know, but it's a good decision. It's nice to see referees are getting stuff right also. Yeah, and it's coming to light here. Mm. So that part of it was very good. So there have been a few disallowed goals though. So
1: I don't know. We can mm. classify the best.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean the Gogolam disallowed goal is probably the worst. Yeah, the offside one. But I that's not ISL anyway. Sure, yeah, that's.
1: Yeah. (laughs) This question, I guess, is more ISL specific.
0: Yeah, it's specific to ISL. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I have to show my two colors. Of course. So, uh, then Krishnando Banerjee is asked: Any updates on FIFA World Cup, Asian Cup qualifiers? Will the match be postponed in the March window? What about Tajikistan finally? Is it cancelled or still on?
1: There's still confusion. Yeah. Yeah, I think
0: by the time this podcast comes out, we'll know one way or another. Yeah. Uh, at the moment but the situation is kind of snowballing a bit so
1: uh, I would if I were a gambling man I would bet on things being moved back
0: yeah I think uh, Tajikistan match might happen in Dubai it might because India is having a small camp there or something yeah. uh, I think so. but interestingly Tajikistan
1: one day after or a few hours after the IFF decided to cancel the under 16 trip they hmm. reduced the number of nations from which they have barred entry hmm. so India was taken off uh-huh. that list. There were some 35 nations, but then they cut it down to five. So oh. I don't think that will influence any decision now, but yeah, the under 16 tour is definitely off. For the senior team, I guess they'll still try and buy some time because it's still till the end of the month. Yeah. It's
0: quite a difficult we time. We have a
1: holiday in Japan next year. So we are just like applying for our visas, but everybody's advising us don't go. <laughs> next
0: year, as in 2021. Next month, sorry. Next month. Yeah, next do go. <laughs>
1: So, we are waiting for the advisory. If there is something which is obviously serious, then we want.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Sankars Krishna has yeah. asked, why do BFC look a shadow of themselves this season? Hmm. The quality of football has dropped and still can't find it on a consistent basis despite having a strong attack. I think uh, the second part of the answer will answer the first
1: question itself. You know, missing somebody of the quality of Miku, that's made a huge difference. It's made them look a lot uh, worse than what... Probably they actually are. Because even last year, their foundation was essentially a good, solid defense. And then they had the ability to convert everything. The understanding between Chetri and Miku was outstanding. They used to create so many chances for each other. Udanta has had a poor season. He was much better last time around. So all these little factors have just gone against them to an extent. And yeah, I mean, they haven't looked very good. And we've touched upon that in the podcast previously as well. I think they started off looking like one of the best teams
0: in the league, but as it's gone on, they've been exposed a little bit more. It is quite weird, isn't it? Like, uh, the, I, I think now the perception has finally dawned on people that BFC is not an attacking side; they are a yeah. defenceless side, yeah. which is fine. And uh, Miko, like you mentioned, is someone who could create chances for himself without yes. help. Yes. And when Anru was there, he was the guy who had to be given the chance to finish. Correct. And which is what happened to him in <coughs> Odisha, Odisha, where he scored a lot of goals. And BFC don't play that way. Mm. And then Deshaun Brown, so far as I've seen, the one good thing about him is his speed. And he's, uh, he's yeah, fast. I
1: mean, thanks to his speed, he's always available. He yeah. He turns up in places and tries and puts away chances. Yeah,
0: so that is one good thing. But mm. I really still feel like Augusto inj- injury is a big... Loss. A because loss. he was someone who could slow the game down, and you can look at it both ways. Yeah. If you are counter-attacking, he can slow the game down and your counter-attack is gone. Mm. But at the same time, if you are attacking with the position for some time, he is able to be like that one. Empire, yeah. yeah, you can have that uh, stillness in speed or something, mm. you can say. So he's not there, but like I said, Udanda has had a poor season. I think... Uh, Ashik but, hasn't really embraced this opportunity as well as one would have hoped. Absolutely and there is also Leon is a good player but can he cut it consistently we don't know because I haven't given a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played the one game he did play or he, he was good same with uh, Roshan he's also a decent player. Mm-hmm. I think next generation if we, I don't think we see a team that gives a lot of chances to their academy player. May I be wrong Hopefully, in the future. Because mm. if they bring in these players and if you can bet them in, that left side, then it looks like Nishu is on his way out. Mm. You have in Bis- Biswa someone who's probably as good attacking as he is mm. uh, Nishu. As Nishu is. Yeah, I mean, it remains to be seen
1: with the step up how he'll cope. Yeah. But yeah, as as of now, in the second division and everything,
0: he's been... He's been good. very good. Him and Roshan have an understanding on the left also. Mm. So, maybe that's something they can look at. But, uh, again, it's all, you know... In the future, we really don't know what's going to happen. So uh, that's about all the questions we have here. Uh, first, thank you, listeners, for sending the questions. Thank you, Debayan, for your time. Uh, continue to listen to us in whatever podcast platforms that you can find. And uh, till we meet again in the next episode, enjoy the game. Uh,